The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Source of Truth podcast. And uh, we're glad you're with us. We're glad you're taking the time to start your week off together with us. We greatly appreciate the privilege to be part of your day and part of your week. Uh, Whether you're watching this live at 11 o'clock, watching this at a later time on YouTube or Facebook, whether you're listening to this in audio format, we just greatly appreciate uh, being able to be part of your lives and hopefully using the Word of God to encourage you. Today we're going to be continuing in Ephesians chapter number 5. So if you're following along, we're in chapter 5. We're going to look at verse 14, 15, and 16. And it's at least as it looks, it's a beginning, kind of a, it's a, it's a conclusion. Including uh, and, and transition thought from when he talked about the light and darkness in the verses earlier that we talked about in our last episode. Uh, but really, it's also it's a concluding thought. It's bringing together, what do we do with this? We know that there's a difference in light and darkness. Jesus is like you know, Satan and sin or darkness. We know that the world doesn't like light. All those things come to be true. But then we also look at this aspect of what do we do with this? What does this mean for us? You know, it's, it's one thing to look at the Bible and know and to see the Bible become very relevant in the reality of today, which is what the previous versions have shown us. It's something different when now we're called to action. What do we do with that information? That's what we're going to look at today. Ephesians 5, beginning in verse 14, Paul says this, Wherefore he saith, this is God saying to us, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, Christ shall give thee light. See that you walk, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. So we start off with the idea, he says, Awake thou that sleepest, and rise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Three very important thoughts in there. Awake thou that sleepest. That literally could be some, somebody of us. And here's what I say sleeping. Sleeping is we're, we're alive, but we're oblivious to what's going on. When you're sleeping and you're sleeping well, uh, there's all kinds of things in the world happening around you you're not aware of them. Generally, we wake up in the morning, we grab our phones or turn on the news, and we find out what it is that has happened in the time since we've last checked, generally when we've been asleep. Uh, I've worked with teens and I've worked at camps and I've seen this where a lot of times if someone falls asleep, this is why they don't want to. They wake up with their face painted all up because something's happened to them while they were sleeping. When we're asleep, we're oblivious to it. We're, the other word is we're indifferent to it. Paul is referencing this idea of the indifference or lack of information due to sleep and he's asking us to be awake, be engaged. When you're asleep, you're also not engaged to what's going on in your surroundings. So he's coming to the church and he's saying, awake. Be awake, be aware, be engaged in what's going on around you. Then he says, arise from the dead. Obviously, the go from dead, you're unsaved to saved would be the best way to look at it. It's another picture of the same idea, but uh, let God bring life to us in salvation. Then he says, Christ shall give thee light. When I'm willing to wake up and recognize his, his need, his direction, and I'm following, he'll give me the light that I need for the day. You know, we look at this way. We used to be looking at whether whether men or whether women on the news. We don't do that anymore. We generally go to our app and we'll look at the app or watch, catch the weather in the morning or the night before and say, what's the weather like tomorrow morning? And we'll evaluate that. And then We will base much of our day on that. What we will do today, what we will not do today, how we will dress, do we take an umbrella. Uh, The list of our events will be adjusted based upon what this guy or girl says on the news or our app tells us. And sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. Wouldn't it be something that if we allowed God's direction to have the same influence on us on a daily basis as the weatherman or weatherwoman does? Wouldn't that be awesome? If we would just come to him and say, Lord, what do you say today? What do you say about the circumstances? What do you say about the situation I'm in or the 
the problems of the world or my battles or what's going on in my mind. And then I could find out from God's word what he says, and then I can be influenced by that. That's what he's talking about. Awake to recognize the need of the hour, awake to recognize that God is the one that gives us information, gives us the light, the, in, the, what we need for the hour, and then follow it, be responding to it. He says in verse 15 then, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Circumspectly, dis discern, walk with discernment. Be aware, things are happening, be aware of what's going on. Walk in discernment. And let me encourage you, don't, I think what we can see from this is don't be overly influenced by the events of the world. Be aware the events of the world are happening. God's in control. We should know. We should be aware. We should, you know, be aware, not oblivious to what's going on. But we walk circumspectly in that. We're discerning. We're wise in how this information. This information should not draw us into fear. This information should not draw us into panic or anger or frustration. It's just information. Lord, what do I do with the information that has been given to me. And yes, unfortunately, sometimes that means what we've heard on the news, we're going to have to filter through God's word because it's, it's you see, well, they say it's science and it's their view of science. Uh, and I'm telling you that simply in the aspect of much of what they claim to be science today goes completely against the Bible. So I'm not angry about it. I'm not critical or judgmental. I'm just recognizing that the information out there today is not always line up with scripture. And I need to be wise. I need to walk circumspectly wisely, not as a fool. I'm not just running headlong and believing everything I've been told. And I'm not just thinking that I know more than other people. I am taking all of what I'm learning, the, everything happening and on around me, and I'm filtering it through the scripture, and I'm spending time with God saying, Lord, give me wisdom, give me light. Help me to recognize the truth. And why, that's really what it is, the light, the truth and what's going on. Your truth. I may only hear lies in the news or whatever, but in this, what's your truth? And then, what truth is coming my way, Lord? How do I respond to this biblically? Then he goes on to the next verse, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Now, in the idea of redeeming the time, the idea is purchasing the time or not letting the time go to waste because the days are evil. Listen, when the ideas are evil, it's getting closer and closer. We have an opportunity to do something here and it's not to be wasted. Now, when the idea of not wasting or purchasing the time, that doesn't necessarily mean that we never rest, we never do this. But there's a difference between I never rest and I rest too much. You can be a workaholic where you're not really redeeming time, where you can sit home and watch TV too much and Netflix waste your time. There's a balance between those two. We need to have leisure and relaxation, but we need to make sure that that is not the primary of what we're doing. We should be engaged. And I'm afraid in American Christianity, leisure has become the thing. If it's comfortable, I'm going to do it. And sometimes, and God told us in Luke 9:23, if you will come after me, let your, we must deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow me. That is not a prescription of leisure. That is what God has asked his disciples and then us. We're his disciples to do. And he goes, we're going to do that. We've got to redeem the time. We've got to see. Listen, I know I can always do something next week or the month after. But the moment I start putting off something that God wants me to do to next month, though ne next, next month never comes. Tomorrow never comes because it's always tomorrow. I wake up, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. It's like the diet. Then I'm going to start on Monday and then it's the next Monday and it's the next Monday. It's, it's how we do it. Redeeming the time, purchasing, not letting time go to waste. You are the age you are at this time. And the question I have is, are we redeeming the time? Are we taking advantage and, 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 
investing what God has given us into the kingdom, into other people, into the church, into what God wants from us. Are we redeeming the time that's coming our way? It says, you know, redeeming the time because the days are evil. We see that. Don't just sit back and say, no big deal. We need to engage it. We need to engage our community, our world with the word of God, with the gospel. We need to be aware of it. And we need to know that we have the truth. We have a realization. We have the answers in the word of God and we need to give it. So what do we do? We know that there's, a, there's, there's light and there's darkness, which is truth and lies. And it's just that clear. There is no in between. You've got what Jesus says, which is the truth. You've got what people disagree with, which is the lies. We know that to be true. We're asking God to give us the light to know which one is truth. And then we must do something with it. Walk circumspectly, redeeming the time because the days are evil. May we engage in the time we've been given. Not we wasteful of it. But taking advantage of it, using it wisely, we need to work, we need to rest, we need time with family, but we need to do all of that in keeping God at the primary focus of what we're striving to do. Well, I tell you, thanks for joining us on this Monday morning, giving me a chance to be part of your day. I hope it's an encouragement. This one's a bit of a challenge, again, that we know that we've been given gifts, given opportunities. What are we going to do with those times? What, what are we going to do with the time God has given us here? I encourage you to pray about that. Consider it, Lord, what am I doing to take advantage of what you've given to me? Thanks again for joining us on this Monday morning. Greatly appreciate the time to be part of your day. I hope you'll continue to join with us the rest of this week. I hope again, well, you hope again you'll join us again tomorrow morning.